Hey, everybody, it's 2018, so be like the cool kids and put your money tongues in our Patreon buttholes at patreon.com slash bmfcast. This week on the BAMFCast, there are no innocent movies in this world, Sever. You know that. Only jocks and bags. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the BAMFCast. Hey! hey. BAMFCast. 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 It's a podcast. Episode 435. Yeah. Nice. Back at full strength. Yeah. Right. Mostly. <laughs> so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of this year, BAMFCast, is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie come in here and talk about it for the first half and then we rate them good bad movies enjoyable bad movies you get one to five jocks and robot jocks yeah that is a good that that's what that good is, movies get that is what a good bad movie should look like yeah however there are bad bad movies stay away they're getting negative sliding scale one to five bags and giant bags of trash Garbage. great Boo. that might be relevant to this episode junk could be we'll see mm. so i never know um yeah we have avoided doing this movie for a while and then just said you know what fuck it it's time 2002's ballistic colon x versus sever right yeah yeah uh, i'd say it qualifies as a bad movie considering it is the lowest rated movie on rotten tomatoes it is the only movie on rotten Literally. tomatoes to ever get a complete zero percent yes not a single positive review of professional reviewers at the time it is a full splat <laughs> Full splat. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. 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 I would agree. Yeah. Having watched Ballistic colon X versus Sever. <laughs> so you, you, you have some notes, I believe, Chuck, as far as like past. I think Mackie's got them. Oh, you I, got, I got oh, them you pulled got them. up. Oh, sorry. You made the notes. I did. I'm I, just giving yeah. credit. Where I just noted them. Credit oh. is due. It was directed by Chaos. Uh-huh. K-A-O-S. Right. Uh, yeah. Where if you read trivia, apparently it was taken away from him at one point. Oh. And it shows. It's one of those movies where, like, oh, okay, producers took over. Now nothing makes sense. Whatever. Sure. Uh, but yeah, uh, writer was Alan McElroy. He wrote Wheels of Terror and The Marine. Yeah. Both way better movies than this. Infinitely better. Yeah. Uh, it stars Antonio Banderas <laughs> of Security in Spy Kids 1 through 3. Yes, making their appearance on the extras. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Talissa Soto. Not a Bamfcast alone, but she was in License to Kill, which is it's the Bamf- a Bond Ga- movie that we fucking love, it's the, and it's nobody the else does. It's of the of the Bond movie. We spoke yeah. about that movie for like an hour. Yeah. It yeah. might as well be a Bamfcast movie. That is the most Bamfcast James Bond movie. Yeah, the J- man. How long ago was that? That James Bond marathon was leading up to Skyfall? Skyfall? Yeah. Holy shit, that was six years ago? What the yeah. fuck? We've been doing this a while. Man. <laughs> and I keep wanting to do, redo Bond rewatches. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, Talissa Soto. She was in License to Kill, mm-hmm. which is awesome. And if you don't think so, you're dumb. Uh, Miguel Sandoval from Ricochet. Right. We might have a video about that particular episode. Uh, Terry Chen of Crash and Burns. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Debatably worse movie. Yeah. That's a worse movie. It is a worse movie. That's a worse movie I'm, than this. That's a worse movie than this. Okay. And uh, Roger Cross from Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Right. You might know him from 24. He was Curtis. Yeah, Curtis. He gets shot in the neck. <laughs> Not this time. No, he just vanishes in this movie, but in 24, he gets yeah. shot in the neck. Right. Mm. So. Yeah, so there you go. 
Yeah. There are some alums. Mm-hmm. There are uh, some people you might recognize. Uh, and Lucy Liu. Yeah, Lucy Liu is in this. Not a Banff Cast alum, but she's sever. She's, she is now. To Ando- Antonio Banderas's ex. Mm-hmm. Right. And you it's may have e- heard of both E-C-K-S, of them. not X like Malcolm. Nope. Just X. Or Gum Jer- Give It To You. Jeremiah right. X. Yeah. So um, I think we've toyed around with doing a the extra style format, just brief recap <sighs> without the full recap before. Mm-hmm. Um, this this movie's going to... It's going to need it. Yeah, because it doesn't make any sense. It's it's a whole lot of stuff blowing up. Yeah. And and like some plot tries to enter in every once in a while, and then some more things blow up, and then... There's some slow-mo. Yeah, they toss in some more plot that doesn't make a lot of sense that kind of comes out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And then... Th- then there's lots of really bad music playing over top of... Yeah, you, sequence. yeah. you remember all the great EDM from 2002? Yeah. Do you like Crystal Method? Yeah, well, did, did you? I did until this movie. Yeah, I was going to say, by the end of this movie, you will not like Crystal Method anymore. Yeah, I mean, yeah. do you like the Wipeout soundtrack? Well, these are all the songs they discarded from appearing in the Wipeout soundtrack. Yeah. Do you remember The Prodigy? Uh-huh. I do. Yeah. Yeah. That sort of stuff. Yep. And then some, like, really generic-ass 2000s butt rock. Mm-hmm. There's uh, a lot of... Dun, dun. <laughs> this is a 2002-ass movie. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. It is... Uh, yeah, I, I mean, that's the best way to describe it. Action movies lost their way for a little while, or around this time. Now, yeah. I, um, I mean, I'm not going to defend this movie in any stretch of the imagination. However, I feel like I've seen movies just as bad as this. Like, yeah. I, like oh, I mean, sure. I just feel like this is one of those. It's like this is the one we are all targeting. You know, kind of like Tom Cruise's Mummy. It's just like, trust me, you've seen worse movies than this. Why this one? There. are this did seem to be that movie that came along where people yeah. were just like, hey, man, you know what? Fuck that. And we're all going to try to outdo yeah. each other. And I, I mean, there are worse Tom, movies. Yeah, there's there movies out for this way yeah. better than this movie. This movie is just mediocre as fuck. And I mean, it's there's just something wrong with it. There's yeah. something well, off because it is filled with things that we like. It is a movie chock full of shit. I love like yeah. things blown up, people fighting, stuff getting shot up. People getting crashing cars, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yet, it's made in a way that makes it all dull and lame. And it's like from someone who doesn't understand why those things are cool, almost, or they get why they're cool, but they just don't know how to make them cool. There's a strange slowness to everything that's yeah. hard to put a finger on. Like, Cars aren't moving at speed, and motorcycles aren't moving at speed, and, and, and even worse, fight sequences aren't moving at speed. Yeah, like I mean, I don't know Lucy Liu or her stunt doubles capacity to actually beat ass, but she has done it in sure. like Kill Bill, and it was convincing. Mm-hmm. You know, it looks and, terrible. In yeah, this, yeah. this just the looks fight like, scenes are horrible. Yeah, this looks like the most uncoordinated person ever trying to go through some motions. Exactly. It it looks like two stars who don't have martial arts experience going through yeah. the motions. And it's yeah. Well, the the sort of climactic the big fight scene in the end mm-hmm. is that was Ray Park, wasn't it? Yeah, yes. That is. Ray Park and Lucy Liu, yeah. which you think, "Oh man, Ray Park and Lucy Liu." Yeah. Like I want to see them whip each other's it's, ass all over the place. Darth Maul and Oren Ishii. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's yeah. Go. yeah, let's fucking get that on. I want to see that. No, you don't. No. It's really don't. And they waste Ray Park until the very end. Yeah, yeah he basically has that one scene to do any sort of hand-to-hand fighting. I, it's so stilted too. Like, it's like, let me do a move. Now let me do a move. 
Now let me do a move. Yeah. Now let me do a move. Nothing flows. It's no, like it's, it's like they filmed the rehearsal. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. By by the second like destruction extravaganza in this movie, you know, I mean because they blow up so many cars and windows and things that like normally we'd be like fuck yeah. I mean numerous screen filling explosions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also like other things we like, this is the showgirls of action movies. Where at a certain point it's like, ma'am, Put your top back on. Yeah. I am tired of looking at breasts. Yeah. I never thought I'd say that, but I am tired of looking at breasts. And this movie is like, I am tired of th- seeing things explode awkwardly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And there are no consequences for the, any of the explosions. Like yeah. in the in the climactic action scene where everything is fucking exploding, there's nobody near any of it. Right. They're all, with a couple exceptions, as, which are scary. Yeah. Chuck pointed out at, at a certain point, I was like, is, does this movie even have a body count? Yeah, this is kind of like the Smokey and the Bandit 2 of action movies and that Smokey and the Bandit 2 did a thing where there were horrific car chases le- or car crashes left and right. They made a point after every car crash to show people climb out of the cars yeah. that they were still alive. And this movie is like that. Like they will set off an explosion and you will see six people engulfed in flame and then the explosion will burn itself out and the six people will come out and pat themselves off. Mhm. And everyone's heavily armored, so like you know, most gunshots shots aren't doing anything but knocking them down. It's just, it's a weird, bloodless. This should be a kick-ass movie. This should be a Jackie Chan versus Michelle. What's her name? Uh, yeah. Yes, that should be this movie. It should be a Hong Kong action movie with Jackie Chan and her, and they're just at each other's throats for reasons we don't need to know. And that's the whole movie. This movie can't even stick with its goddamn subtitle because two thirds of the way through. They become friends. X Not and Sever, like halfway through. Yeah, it's like X and Sever just decide, hey, we're on the same team here. Yeah, they fight once and then. Yeah. yeah. And then she breaks him out of uh, he gets imprisoned or sort of like just to get him out of the way. Yeah, because I mean, OK, the plot. Yeah. The plot is uh. this. This <laughs> child is kidnapped in the beginning yeah. by Lucy Liu. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Talissa Soto's kid. Mm-hmm. The husband has like. Take, basically has taken the kid away like 10 seconds after she got him at the airport or whatever. And Lucy Liu takes the kid. They, somebody, a, a different agency, whatever, recruits Antonio Banderas X to come chase down and yes. find the kid. I, I, but I they're not really clear about it. They just say, hey, your wife is still alive. And this is, and we're not going to tell you where she is until you help us. Right. It doesn't make sense because there's some agency called the DIA. Yeah. Yep. And and then but also like they clearly show Antonio Banderas having a DIA you know badge. No, he has an FBI badge. They very specifically show his Well, no, FBI no, I'm badge. saying other I, people show him a DIA. I think he had one too and then later they were like now you're FBI. Okay. I it doesn't well, matter. No. But there there are multiple well, agencies involved yeah. and then within those agencies they're like this is a secret cabal of, you know, mm-hmm. no one knows. Yeah, because the guy who recruits Antonio Banderas is also like it seems to be somewhat in cahoots with Ray Park, who is our main bad guy, Gantz. Yeah. Who is who that was his son that was kidnapped, which well, Ray Park's not the bad guy. He's not Gant. Ray Park's no, the, but I'm saying he works oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah, yeah. He, like he's his he, second in command. Yeah. yeah, he works for Greg Henry. Yeah, but he and the FBI agent or DIA agent, I mm-hmm. should say, that recruits Antonio Banderas. Yep. Um, they have a conversation at one point where they're just like, Hey man, this is getting out of hand. We need to really fix this, you know. And it's not like, like, oh no, the public's in in trouble. It's like, no, we need to control the situation because 
Gans is not going to be happy about it type conversation. Yeah. He's, he's a dude who has crazy defense contracts, whatever. And he's trying to figure out a way to make the perfect, perfect assassin. And part of his program was to recruit Chinese girl orphans and make them perfect assassins. That's who Lucy Liu is, except Mm -hmm. she rebelled against him because she had a kid and they found out she had a kid and they blew up the kid and now she's pissed off. So she has an agenda Mm -hmm. and her agenda is just to basically draw him out in the open so she can kill him. Right. But also like, you know, we were saying like, it's not even X versus sever versus the whole movie. Technically it's not X versus sever at all because she knows everything about this already She's trying to help him mm-hmm. to join together at the end. Like, so they, well. they have a fight, basically, but she's never trying to murder him. So it starts off as X versus Sever. Yeah. But then it's, but it's never Sever versus X. <laughs> <laughs> I, yes, that is true. Okay. That, yes, that's correct. So anyway. Yeah. The, the, Antonio yeah. Banderas was married to the woman that uh, Greg Henry is married to now. He thinks that she died in a car explosion. She thinks that he died in a car explosion. And then 10 years have passed and they have this kid. And for some some universe that doesn't make any sense, this is Antonio Banderas's child. This is the whitest this little kid. white kid. Two Latino actors did not make this white child. No. Who never speaks. He he says, says like thank one or you two and things. a couple okay. things. Like, where's, where's my mom? Yeah. yeah oh, like that's that. right. But Who's are you my man? are you my mom? I I sw- that had to have been like there are a couple things in this movie that are obviously like filmed later. There's one like really weird green screen scene in a car that's filmed mm-hmm. way later. But I I think when they took this movie away, the producers were like, we got to make that his kid. Otherwise, this movie there's no motivation. And they'd already cast the kid and shot all the footage, and and they were like, well, okay. Yeah, I yeah. mean, there's because okay. there's also never like a resolution scene where like, hello, I'm your dad. Yeah, I mean, no, none no, of that. Yeah, no, he's not. They're not even in the last scene. It's just Antonio Banderas and she disappears and then yeah. he's on a crane the, and the love the, theme starts. The other stupid plot that's running through all this is that the whole thing about the kid coming back from Europe and then immediately getting snatched by the dad and then immediately getting snatched by Lucy Liu yeah. is that they've invented some sort of microbot nanobot thing that goes in, into the skin into the body imperceptibly <laughs> and can like trigger a heart attack or whatever kill a head of state secretly so mm-hmm. it's like it takes out the human factor in killing right. but he's decided to smuggle it in and his 10 year old not actually his kid right inside of him yeah. like yes what mm-hmm. like what no i just I mean there's so it's many a other nanobot. it's a he's fucking nanobot evil put it put it put it inside the goddamn teddy he had a fucking like narwhal teddy bear thing he had a porpoise uh, in life yeah, <laughs> yeah his purpose was it, i think it was the same weird those weird white dolphins like that were at the yeah. zoo but that's there they went to an aquarium at some point they did yeah whatever those things are called mm. the big fat white ones yep yeah but yeah, Repub- whales. Rep- Republicans. Oh, yeah. Well. <laughs> Sick bird. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean that's that's uh, more plot. We're over explaining the plot. The, the movie doesn't do right. that good of a job explaining no, its no. plot. I'm saying that that's that's the entirety. Like, yeah, she knows about this. Also, hey, fuck you because you killed my kid. Right. Um. So I'm gonna kidnap your kid. Expose that you stuck this thing in there. Antonio Banderas gets involved and goes, "Wait, that's my kid. Also, my wife is alive." Let's team up and not quite kill some dudes. Yep. Yep. And then the movie is thankfully over. Right. I mean, that's literally, that's yeah. it. There, it. There's like four action set pieces. Yeah. 
Um, there, there's one stunt that could that should be cool as hell, because like Antonio Banderas is like chasing Lucy Liu on a motorcycle. This is the best stunt, and you know she's just like she. It's like through a junkyard, and she has this like you know unlimited ammo grenade launcher thing, and shoots a stack of cars, and they fall over, and he's just like, well, fuck it, I'm going through, and yeah, it becomes like split second the video game there for a little while. She's yeah. like causing. <laughs> But he kind Destruction of on the he course. kind of sort of gets through the big chunk of cars, but then runs into the back of like a SUV and yep. tumbles over it. But even more cool, what should be cool is that simultaneous two regular ass cop cars were chasing him, and like simultaneous hit ramps and do the flip thing. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that should be cool as hell. Yeah, it almost is, but it's still not. There's when just it, something wrong. It's cool when it starts, yeah. and you're like, this is going to be sweet, and then it's just like, then, oh, that... Then they just land on the ground, and it's like, and then they show the guys in the cars, they're okay. Yeah. that's. The, I think that's, that's this movie's biggest problem, is it's just like, it feels like it should be horrifically it's, violent. Like it's John not Wick. afraid to commit. It's yeah. afraid to commit yeah. to just being violent as fuck. It, I mean, the, the body count should be like up there with John Wick, but yeah. this is just like, oh, well, we're fine. Thank, thank God we had this body armor on. Yeah. He, oh, even even um, the what's this dude that was in Crash and Burn? Mm-hmm. Like there was a scene where when he is first like hooked up with Antonio Banderas, he's got a picture of his family, <laughs> like his wife and his young daughter. And there is a point where like he, you know. Antonio Banderas goes and meets the daughter and it's like, oh, dude, you're so dead. Yeah. Like in any other movie, you're so dead. And he does get shot. Right. But it's like, oh, it's just in my just in my uh, vest. We're mm-hmm. OK here. Yeah. Like there is only one dude I can guarantee. Well, two dudes that I can guarantee died. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the, there's a henchman who fails. Uh, what's his face? Um, Gant. Gant. Yeah. Yeah. yeah early on. Second in command or whatever. But their security detail dude. He, he does like that, you know, like you're gonna have to fall on your sword, mm-hmm. you know, Harry Carey, hey, kind of thing. And <laughs> and then like he doesn't do it, like he flips the gut around and like an off screen sniper shoots him or something, but they don't ever explain it. Or the gun shot backwards. They don't show either. It doesn't make any sense, but no. he just gets shot perfectly yeah. in the head. It's like, well that dude's dead, obviously. Yes. And then obviously Gant himself gets you know, nano bugged by the end. Yeah, he gets heart attacked. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, there are other dudes that like. And Ray Park dies lamely. Yeah, she snaps his neck, but it's one of those that's just like, eh. It's funny because she snaps his neck and then kind of gives him a, a another tap. <laughs> right, like right before she throws him yeah. in the the water. Yeah, there was the, there was those, another one where like dudes were walking through some water. They might be dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah there was like, oh yeah, they got electric. Because like, there's she's got this weird like mad scientist wires. layer. Yes, you know, underneath and, a quarry or yeah. something. And so like, there's just this puddle of water in the middle of it, and, and dudes in full tactical gear are walking across, and she shoots an electrical wire. And yeah, zzz, mm-hmm. yeah. That was you very know. much a video game ass moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, so it's in her half ass torchwood layer. It, <laughs> here, here's another dumbass like just no one thought about this movie at all so like the action scenes have the potential to be cool but they never commit to actually being cool but the thing is is that this entire movie takes place in fucking vancouver and -hmm. vancouver is one of the least cool looking cities i mean just action it's a beautiful city Well, sure it's a beautiful city but it's just like every time they go to somewhere to do something it's just like this is the most sedate like just dull who gives a shit like mm-hmm. i don't care everything looks like they're like, filming it on a on a like a country club yeah which, they were when she's shooting up the mall or whatever I, like all the people run away i just expect them to be like sorry yeah, yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. sorry sorry <laughs> <laughs> sorry uh, it was supposed to take place in bangkok but yeah be, thanks 11 yeah no thanks 9 11 they had to move back oh. uh back to the security back concerns to North america yeah yeah huh. 
So that's why it looks why, why it took place in Vancouver instead of kick ass. Everybody dies. Life is cheap. Bangkok. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There were a lot of problems with this movie. Apparently, like I was scrolling through the IMDb oh, trivia yeah. and like yes, <laughs> yeah. Just uh, the director is has talked all sorts of shit about things that went on in the in the movie. Like it was basically taken out of his hands mm-hmm. for editing. Um, like the two leads were like the twelfth choice to right. do this. Like everyone kept bailing on this movie, but I mean, it's just the so the other thing too is that so you keep waiting for a cool moment from Antonio Banderas. It just seems like man, they have set this guy up. He's going to do something sweet, and he never does. Yeah, like they he, set up all so many things that should be awesome and yeah. should pay off awesomely, and they just don't. Like she's given the bulk of the work, and she is the least action star of the two of them, which is strange. And so it, she's going through a lot of motions on her own. He, for several scenes, just isn't there. He shows up after the action has happened. It's just like, all right, I'm here. What's up? Yeah. Um, he starts the movie like burnout, drunk, yeah. drug, possible drug, some sort of drug user because he's got a bottle of random colored pills. Right. And all this stuff. And then that just kind of goes away. Like it basically goes away the second he meets um the the. The, the daughter. Well, yeah. yeah, but because he meets the daughter and he's like, you know, because like everywhere he's just like like cigarette hanging off the lips and everything. And the, he starts to light up in their house and the daughter just shakes her head. And, that, and that's like the last time he does any drinking or smoking. Mm-hmm. It's it's just like she cured him with her cute Asian face. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's just it's weird. Like, <laughs> like they, they set up like like he's he's gone through some shit for like the last 10 years. Well, not even that. Like when they go and find him in the bar at the beginning, he's clearly got like. He had just come from a fight. Right. Because yeah. his head is bleeding. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, he just came from like another movie where he had an adventure. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's like that does none of that yeah. matters. <laughs> Whatever he did before yeah. this, who cares? Uh, it's yeah. just it's just none of these characters interact well with each other. None of them have anything cool to do. Even that scene that which is the best stunt with the cars flipping over when he jumps off the motorcycle. For half a second I was like, this movie's gonna get nuts and he's gonna land on his feet and slide. Because the way they launch him over mm-hmm. that car, it's like, he's going to land on his feet or something and be cool. And they don't even do that. He just rolls and is just like, ow. <laughs> yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's weird. It's like a movie that wants to stay realistic, but still wants crazy shit. Yeah. Right. And realizes that, like, it, and you realize that just being realistic and having crazy shit never works out because crazy shit is over too quickly in mm-hmm. real life. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And it feels almost like that's what this is. And even the and like they slow mo the weirdest things like when they run away when he and the wife run away mm-hmm. we get a slow mo shot of them like running through a puddle yeah and it's mm-hmm. like you didn't need to slow mo that and then there's stuff in when Lucy Liu is shooting up the uh, the mall which is probably the coolest scene but that's not saying much but there's half of it is actual slow mo where it's like all right we got her behind this gun doing not gun face because she's a stone cold killer yeah but. You know, they got the shell also casings. a stone cold actor for this yeah, entire yeah, movie. Yeah, but you know, sorry, you, you got like the shells flying out of the gun in yeah. slow motion yeah. and the and you could see her sunglasses shaking on her face as she's shooting this gun and they got full slow-mo for that. And then there's other stuff where they do half-ass fake slow-mo mm-hmm. mid-scene and it's like, no, do you understand what you're doing. You yeah. can't ad-lib that sort of shit. The, like, the, you can't just figure it out on set. Yeah. The, the other weird slow-mo thing that they do is they will go from a slow-mo shot to another slow-mo shot, but they are differently timed slow-mo shots. Yeah. And it's like, you got to pick a speed. You can't just... 
this is half speed. This is three quarter speed. And they do that with the flashbacks, too, because early on, there's a lot of flashbacks to. All right. This person's explaining what happened here. Mm -hmm. So we must show it on the screen as well. And some of it's slow mo and then some of it's not. And it's just like they don't. It's it's like all all basic filmmaking storytelling. They fail at here. And those flashback sequences do a really good job of making it a lot harder to follow any of the story. <laughs> yeah, like him getting recruited. He turns them down and walks out of the bar. Had in no super slow fucking idea what was going on <laughs> and for the first never, 40 minutes of this movie. And suddenly he's on the plane. Yep. Like he flashes back to his wife dying or whatever. And then he's on the plane and the guy's like, yeah, well, we, when yep. we land, it's it's we're going, we're, we're solving this case or mm-hmm. whatever. You know, it's just it gets into stupid shit immediately, but without any context for it. It's just uh Mm-hmm. It's really frustrating. And it's it, it's not... just off. You just you can't you can't you can't point to one single thing and go. Obviously, this went wrong. It's just like every aspect of it is just there's there's no humor in it. There's no the the action is expensive but not amazing. If mm-hmm. that makes sense, like they oh, blow yeah. up a lot of stuff, but you're just like like Harley was saying about Showgirls. You're just like yeah fucking who cares like by the time they blow up the 19th train car during the finale of this movie you're like yeah i get it you yeah. bought some train cars yeah, blow there was up one... if the people are nearby yeah. yeah or you know what once everyone's inside blow it up and, like you're trapped in here with us now sure. anything like yeah. that yeah. but no there was one train car explosion that was really good though. oh because it went way up no no air. not even that not one that i mean one? that was that was good right that was good but in this movie there is one that eclipses it and that's the one where we're sh- where they were shooting down between the train oh, cars oh. and the explosions were coming towards you, and the one was rippling and ripping through the train car. The one in that slow-mo. hits Antonio Banderas in no, the no, face. No, 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 not even that. Not one. that one. No, just the one. <laughs> oh, the tripwire one. Was that because like there were some dudes that like just like hit a yeah. tripwire? Yeah. No, the dudes there, are... it was one. It wasn't the tripwire, and it wasn't the Antonio Banderas hitting See, in the face. There's so many. <laughs> yeah, there were a ton. But there's one where it, we're just looking down between the rows of train cars, and it's one of the ones that they hit with a remote or something. Yeah. Okay. And an explosion just comes rippling through the train car, and it looks like it's ripping the oh, train yeah, car okay. apart. You're right. And that that was just gorgeously shot. Like yeah. they did the slow mo on the right one, and the the pyrotechnics were right. That just I yeah. was really excited for a second, and then I was bored to sleep once again. Yeah. yeah. When I get tired of explosions, when mm-hmm. I find them like, all right, okay, that's the fourth. And that's the problem with the with the train car that exploded upwards is like, yeah, that was cool. But we saw that five times. Yeah, they, they showed it from every angle they shot it at. And it was and they did it to like three train cars. Yeah. So like <laughs> we saw enough of that. Yeah. It it lost its effect really fast. Yep. Yeah. Which is I, sad. It's just it. It's so weird. It's just, it feels like an unfinished movie. Mm-hmm. Like, like where they took out all of the middle stuff that connected everything together. Like but left enough to confuse you. Well, I think what they did was took out all the talking. Yeah. And just left in these action scenes. But the problem is that the action scenes don't work and therefore yeah. aren't enough to save it, you mm-hmm. know, because you can do nonstop action and it's fine. But. Yes, yeah. it's just you yeah. could just like right away. You could just tell like from the very first time someone started doing like the when they kidnapped the kid, like as soon as it happens, it's just like this is moving at like. 75% speed. It's not mm-hmm. quite right. It just doesn't feel right. And it's th- like they that's forgot the to shoot like 18% of the movie. Yeah. And that 18% of the movie was where they 
showed us where things were going and showed us, you know, yeah. reasons and motivations and had some decent fights. And they filled that time with slow-mo shots and people standing in smoke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of backlit people standing in smoke. Mm-hmm. I was really Usually nice. Lucy Liu. Yes. When Lucy Liu first comes out of the smoke, that's a pretty nice shot. And yeah. That looks really good. I'll say that like there's some there's some stuff that looks really good in this movie. Yeah. Like you know, it's not there's buried somewhere in this movie there are moments of potential. They're yeah. just they're just there's something about it that it's like man, if just this this and this you may have had something. It's it's not a total loss. It's not I I, I get the 0% on Rotten Tomatoes because it's like yeah, you can't not, recommend this. It's not good. Yeah. yeah. But it's not but it's deceiving to say it's the worst reviewed movie on Rotten Tomatoes because there are movies that are a thousand times worse than this, but fucking Armin White or somebody gave it a positive review, right. so it's got 6% on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, I mean, that's what happens is when you've got movies that just go so far, like an Uwe Boll movie, mm-hmm. yeah. they, there are people that are like, no, man, you got to watch these. Yeah, you got to understand it's like, it. Be, because they go somewhere unique. Yeah. And I think that's what happens is like, there's enough reviewers who find that uniqueness in something like that, where there's nothing unique here and there's nothing that can stand out. So I understand why it would have the 0%. I think my only thing is like, it must be like, like I'm sure there are plenty of rooms that are like, yeah, that was, that was a movie that happened. You know, I'll forget about it 20 minutes from now, but whatever, that, you know, like that. That's what I what I see is like a whole bunch of mediocre reviews have yeah. to exist. I mean, yeah. That's kind of the problem with Rotten Tomatoes. Like anything below fifty percent on the average is a zero. Right. You know that that it counts as a zero. It's a zero. Or it's a binary game. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you're below fifty percent and you're like ah, then zero. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm apathetic to this movie, and if if my ratings were being converted to the Rotten Tomato scale, this would be getting the same rating that uh, Revenge of the Fallen got that we watched on extra a couple weeks ago and that movie fucking sucks that is rage inducing yeah this is just like yeah whatever yeah i don't care it's just it's yeah yeah it's, it's 91 just, minutes of whatever yeah it's just like yeah there's some stuff happened anyway whatever it's the name of my sex tape mm-hmm. <laughs> 91 minutes I of would, whatever <laughs> my brain was trying to yes. find that same type of joke sure, but you beat funny. me to it nice job uh, I've watched a lot of Brooklyn Nine Nine. Nine Nine. Yeah. Why don't we just yeah. read it and get the fuck out of here? Okay. Or do a second half, whatever we do. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess I can only go two bags because there are so many explosions and everything. But there's just nothing to recommend. It, it's like it's almost one bag. It's just like, uh, but it, it, it doesn't. It didn't make me angry in ways. It just it made me sad mm-hmm. because it's like, man. Like I, I get it. You watched John Woo movies and you went, man, I need to fucking make one of those. But you just didn't know how. And then the producers took it away and they knew how even less. So what you end up with, with is all the posturing that would be in that type of movie, but you don't have any of the action that redeems any of it yeah. or any of the violence. Like this is one of those where it's like you should have been more violent. Like you should have been explicitly violent. Like get Verhoeven get some squibs, make people shred like bags of paper that are wet, fucking wreck people in this movie. And you don't even bother with that. So Mm -mm. yeah, but two bags. I I just, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Okay. I'm still uh, pondering. Go ahead. Okay. All right. I'm just going to give it a bag. Um, just out of indifference. Like I, I can't recommend it, but I just don't care to get my dander up about it. I just, 
I just don't care. And by the time I get home, I will have forgotten this movie exists. Like I did. I saw this in the theater. And you did. Yeah, I saw this in the theater. I was I was so so it just made me sleepy in the theater that my memory had created this different movie. Like I was watching this was like, this is not what I thought this movie was at all. And I'd seen it before. Um, So, yeah, but it this feels like a lot of those early Jet Li movies where he came over here and no one knew what to do with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like the one in Black Mask. The one movie. in particular yeah. where it's just like, man, what is this? You guys aren't doing this right. Um, the only problem with this is that it doesn't have fucking Jet Li in it. It has two people who are just kind of going through the motions. And don't get me wrong. I fucking love Antonio Banderas. I absolutely adore him, but they don't give him anything to do. And so who cares? Mm-hmm. One bag. Go away. Uh, I got to give it, I got to give it at least two. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much on the indifferent train, but like the music in particular just piss started pissing me off hardcore in this movie. It is bad. It was just, it, it's not even like it's the unrelenting. Me- yeah. It's unrelenting. Ugh. That's, it's not that it's like, it's bad music, but it's just like, okay. I, I mean, it is bad music, it. but it's unrelenting. Well, I mean, separated from the movie, not all of it, yeah. but it's bad music for the, for the movie. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, no, it's just, it's, it's just, man, just. Hit the next needle drop. Hit, hit the next needle drop. Oh, yeah. Action scene's still going. It's 16 minutes long. Hit the next needle drop. It's just like, fuck off. Like, yeah, the Ray Park fight's probably the worst one because they have like three different things. And it's just like, we just had more footage we had to fill. Yeah. And we didn't have enough music. So we just picked a new song. Well, yeah. Any, next track on the Prodigy yeah. album. <laughs> yeah. And, and even worse is like, there are points where people will come running up and they decide to throw in like, the Limp Biscuit style. And it's like, yeah. are they saying something? Like, you know, like, right. Yeah. <laughs> go, go, go. It's like, the fuck is happening right now? Well, like during the the final assault, like when troops are running around, they're like, go, go, go. And then the soundtrack will go, 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 go. And it's like, <laughs> shut <laughs> up, <laughs> you fucking soundtrack. Because there was a part right before they hit the tripwire where like the soundtrack went, here we go. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Mm-hmm. Are you fucking kidding me? Fuck you. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> felt real proud of that. Yeah. They were like, watch this. Here we go. Yeah. I don't know. They hit it's that just... button on the Casio. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm indifferent. But that, that music, like two, a third of the way through the movie is just pissing me off. Yeah. I think I got to go two bags as well. Um, I kind of want to give it one bag because of, you know, just indifference again i think that's how we all feel about this movie we're just uh, uh, uh. but that there's so much wasted in this movie um that kind of makes me angry like not not the movie itself but what is wasted like you know 75,000 gallons of gasoline in these beautiful screen filling explosions <laughs> means nothing to me like i'll the only one that I'll remember is that one that I, you know, tried to describe. Um, and simultaneously flipping two cars. Yeah. Yeah. At the same time. Oh, yeah. Because that was practical. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that one. Yeah. But that was it's really wasted. Good. That was really good. It's wasted, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was shot really well. And it did fucking nothing for yeah. me, except yeah. I went, holy shit, those are timed really well. Like, is Antonio going to have to roll out of the way because he looks up and see these, sees these two yeah. cars about to land on him? Like, no, none of it matters. stand up straight and just like hop into the car and start driving it when it lands yeah. up, right? <laughs> yes. I mean, if you're going to go re- ridiculous, just give me that. Yeah. Like, let Buster Keaton right into the car, into the, yeah. <laughs> into the driver's <laughs> seat. Just go full yeah. shoot him up, man. Yeah. yeah. 
But yeah, two bags. Uh, yep. Blacks versus uh, <laughs> what? Blacks, black versus whatever. Oh, that more like episode title. Good job, Mad more Magazine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> more like ball sastic. Ball sastic. Ball Black versus whatever. Black versus whatever. Yeah, episode title right there. Nailed it. <laughs> Cut print. Let's go. Oh uh, yes, let's take a break. All right. Two. Second half. Bamfcast. The yeah. half where I don't talk. Podcast. Oh. No, I just didn't watch anything. Oh. How about you guys though? Um, I saw something fairly newish theater wise. Okay. Mine's older than that. Oh, okay. All right. Well, quickly I I was to say I was in Mexico as like, you know, mm. since I wasn't here last week. Oh. Um I went and saw Mission Impossible six again. Yeah. I like that it's called Mission Impossible Repicotion. <laughs> it's in a fallout. <laughs> nice. That's a good... Yeah. I like that Predator is Depredator. Depredator. Yeah. But I also went to see uh, Mi X S Un Espia, as it's called there, or The Spy Who Dumped Me. Mm. Oh, right, that. Because it was hot as balls, and I was like, <laughs> movies are dirt cheap, and this came out, so what, why not? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's that's a movie that's like way better than I thought it was going to be. I'm not going to say it's great, but I had fun with it while it was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, <laughs> I, it's just one of those, like, it's... Oh, I I, I kind of lied. I kind of have two movies because I, I forgot it's been a while since I've been on here. So I I was just kind of like combo talk them because it's kind of like Tag, which I also recently watched mm-hmm. um, in that we're in this strange place where they're making comedies like competent action movies, you know? Yeah. Um, Tag, I, I kind of have a big problem with because like that that goes places that I was like, no. <laughs> you know like i tag just mm-hmm. tag tag lost me at a certain point and i was like no fuck fuck all y'all like this should be something that's supposed to be heartwarming and at the end it's like no you didn't earn this like there's there's some unredemption here yep. y- yeah um but yeah and no, like uh the spy who dumped me it's just it's it's fun and it's i think it's mostly kept alive by kate mckinnon you know i mean uh the coolness is just there you know i mean like I, I don't know. She's not bad. It's just like, yeah, look, you know, stand there and look pretty kind of thing. You know, like Kate McKinnon's like the one working the comedy, if you will. Sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's not obviously for most people, it's not a go out into the theater type of thing to see. But uh, it's, it's hot and you it, you can see it cheap. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's it's just it's it's another one of those like, yeah, like this is this is shot better as an action movie than it deserves to be. Like there, there is there's one sequence in particular that I thought was fucking hilarious and had like one of the best punchlines at the end. It's dark and it's twisted, but it's a great punchline. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just so does it feel like one where the trailers spoiled most of the good jokes or not? No, not really. Good. Like I mean, I I actually it it went totally different places than I thought it was going to go, and it was also way dirtier than I thought it was going to be. Like good. it's like it's hard R. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, it's, it's a good watch. Um, nothing, nothing special there. I did, I did learn one funny thing about like, so 
just side sidebar like going to a, a movies in mexico like you have to look for you know unless you speak spanish you have to look for movies that are in english that are gonna have spanish subtitles well, that's great now you know you just ignore the subtitles except when you watch things like mission impossible and the spy who dumped me where they go to other countries <laughs> <laughs> and then you hope you better oh, hope no. you, you rely on just enough spanish to understand what they're saying because they're subtitled the you know, Russian and or whatever language that they're speaking, hmm. which I you know, luckily with Mission Impossible, I'd already seen it. So it was like, eh, I got this. But the other one was like, I, I get the gist. <laughs> I, I like I comprehend just enough Spanish that I, I think I comprehend more than I can try to speak. If mm. that makes sense. It does. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, but that's it. Nothing, nothing super special. Just some action comedies. I I have a not so special action comedy as well. Oh, OK. Uh, Boy, bringing the thunder, guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just, you know, going through the DVR, just finding stuff on cable since I pay for cable. I'm like, I should probably watch things that the movie channels run. And mm-hmm. I pay for it. I might as well use uh, it. Stop so paying for it. I was like, oh, right. They made that Land of the Lost movie, and I never saw that. Mm. So why don't I watch that? Man, what a mistake that movie is from just top to bottom. I don't understand. Like, I'm not saying anything new here. I think audiences reacted the same way. And I know the studio has since reacted in a way like, man, we blew that like that's. But that is just a bad idea. Everything about it is a bad idea. The crazy thing is you mentioned that I I honestly 100 percent can't remember if I've seen that or not. (laughs) It feels like that kind of movie. Yeah, Like I I have no idea if I've seen that. Yeah. It um, the problem with it is that it is a Will Ferrell manchild screaming random lines. Pick whichever line works best. Use that in the edit, but on a grand scale with all these special effects and action set pieces and things, and those two things don't go together. There's some legit funny stuff in that movie, mm-hmm. but it's like, oh right, this is Land of the Lost. It doesn't make sense for that to be here. It doesn't make sense for him to be the hero of this movie because he's an idiot. And yeah, it's just. I still think the best the best thing about that, him getting cast in that is the fact that he was Marshall Willenholly and James Tyler Bob Strike Strike Back. Yes, that was all I could think of. That's that's the I know that's like that's the only thing is just like the cosmic (laughs) kismet of that is is still funny. Yeah, but there so there was the movie's book ended with scenes on the today show where he's being interviewed by Matt Lauer. And so that's like really off putting to start with, but he is fucking with Matt Lauer in both scenes. And that's kind of okay. Cause Matt Lauer is getting increasingly pissed off at Will Ferrell and Will Ferrell's like not having it. Cause he's just being man child. Will Ferrell. He's dressed as like an adventurer and he's billed mm. as a time traveler. And Matt Lauer's not having it. And Will Ferrell's not having Matt Lauer, not having it. So it's kind of a weird, like, okay, this turned out okay because fuck Matt Lauer, but still, like, the very first thing you see when the movie starts is the Today logo and then Matt Lauer's big dumb head, and you're just like, oh, no. Um, but yeah, it all turns out okay. I don't Good. know. That's... Mm-hmm. Also, for a PG-13 movie, that movie's raunchy. Like, there are jokes in that where I'm just like, am I watching some unrated cut? Because they are straight up, like, just about doing the most raunchy bits they could do here. Like, I don't think anyone was paying attention. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. What year was that? 2009. Wow. Yeah. What a year. And it's weird too, because 
Will Ferrell is still kind of stuck in George Bush mode. Mm. He on occasion will slip into George Bush voice and do random lines like he's making fun of the president. And it's like, okay, but that doesn't fit with your character in this at all. I understand you were doing your one man show and all that kind of stuff. And I don't know. Just that movie Mm. just doesn't work. It's a shame. Although ultimately it's not a shame who gives a fuck about Land of the Lost, but you know. Anyway. Well, I'm glad you brought it back, Chuck. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. I had to watch it so that I I'm sure in a few years like Harlow I'll be like, Did I see that? Yeah. But I logged it on Letterboxd, so now oh, I'll well, know. I'll you, go back you go. and yes, be like, you can Yes, go back I saw that. I have seen this. Yes. You got your two hundred and forty nine dollars worth of cable uh, out of that month. I did, yeah. Absolutely. So what you got, BJ? I know I mentioned that I had seen a couple movies, uh-huh. which is shocking in and of itself. It is. It is. Well, there's another shocking part about it, and that's that it was both of those movies were animes. Oh. <laughs> that was a good shocking, reaction. Shocking, isn't it? That was a good yeah. reaction. It's not even May. I know. Why are you watching Japanimation? <laughs> well, I watched cartoons because uh, it was movie night, and people wanted to watch uh, these cartoons. These Okay. Japartoons, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I don't want. <laughs> it sounds almost French. This week on Japartoon. anime with silhouettes in the dark. <laughs> this has been Japartoon. Don't tune in next time. So what, uh, and they made a sequel. It's just Japartoon Batu. So what Japartoon uh, did you watch? I watched uh, Akira. Akira. Akira, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, oh, boy. That's... Uh, as, I, as I said on Twitter, uh, the famous microblogging website, um, I was expecting a lot more motorcycles. And a lot less psychokinesis and body horror. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 And a lot less shouting, Tetsuo! Canada! Canada! Oh, Canada. That's what it is, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's both of them. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, 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 it's both of them. It's both of them. There's, there's a lot of, of both of that. I just like saying um, Canada, even though it's Canada. Yeah. Close enough. Uh, oh, yeah, the Canada jokes are flying, for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, man, that is a wild ride. I want the version of that where it's mostly motorcycle Mm-hmm. thugs like because that's what i had it built up as in my mind for the entire 35 yeah. years since it is it not came what out. you're expecting it to be no no yeah and all like all the promo shit is uh canada looking cool as shit on this motorcycle and and it's not about any of that it's mm-hmm. no it's about some sort of existential crazy powers and you turn into a goo monster and then you become a god i guess um it checks out yeah 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 that checks out that's pretty much the plot mm-hmm. um i you know but, i have seen it i remember talking about it on this show you did mm-hmm. i still don't think i know anything that happened <laughs> in that movie uh yeah um there is uh motorcycles are ridden for a short period of time mm-hmm. And then some stuff happens. There's some children with telekinetic, psychokinetic powers. Uh, and Tetsuo becomes a god. Mm. Hmm. The end. Hmm. I apparently gave it five stars. <laughs> so <laughs> it is, I will, I will say, it is fucking gorgeous. It is a 
just a feast for the eyes. Yep. It's so much fun to look at that movie while it's happening. The story is a mess. The the plot and pacing are a are mess. But I man, d- is it cool as shit to look at? Did we all sit and watch Redline at some point in time? We, we all, all went to it was separately. the second half. Yeah. Okay, it was so we've all collectively movie. seen it though. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I'm just saying, like that's probably just about as pretty, and it's yeah. all the crazy shit you actually want to see. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I would. Well, the the entire second half is one chase race yeah. scene. Yeah. And plus, so, yeah. you know, anytime you can put a turbo pill into a thing, and then like half your face almost peels off because <laughs> you go so fast. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I should watch Redline again. Yeah, that's. I mean, um, you need to ask your your J- Japan of May yeah. friends if uh, <laughs> my Japan your companionations companionations. <laughs> oh very nice. God. They've seen Redline. I like it. I like it. Um, yeah. All right, my review said I'd call it the 2001 of anime, but that feels a bit too reductive. Uh, that's a good. Does that ring a bell with you? Somewhat. Okay. <laughs> it, no, I, in yeah. that like I I know like awesome things were happening but i think i need to watch it a few more times to actually connect the dots into what they are just read the wikipedia no no i mean i i i I actually totally get that review because we we were talking pre-show and pre-y'all showing up that like i think that movie's reputation is based solely on that it was there was just nothing like it prior to nothing looked like it yeah nothing looked like it prior to at least that i don't i don't know about in uh, in Japan, but at least over here, for sure, there was nothing that, that we got that looked like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so after watching a giant goo monster absorb uh, a man and then uh, turn into a god, uh, we needed something a little bit more uh, refreshing, uh, something a little bit more, less gooey. gooey and ripping body parts apart. Uh, less less of a mind fuck as well. Mm. Uh, so we watched Princess Mononoke, and that is the very first Studio Ghibli film that I think I've ever seen. I have oh. still not seen it. And that motherfucker is a delight. Mm-hmm. That is a gorgeous movie. Like Akira looks really cool. Princess Mononoke is one of the prettiest films I've ever seen. Holy shit! Yep. Um, there's also some like crazy body horror ish stuff in that that I wasn't expecting. Uh, there's in particular, there's a, a thing that happens to a boar in the very beginning of the movie uh, that is, that is gross and weird. So be prepared for that. But holy fucking shit. Just it, it's an, it's a, it's a good movie, mm-hmm. you know, to, to begin with, but it's also just beautiful in every way imaginable. The, um, and we watched it. We watched it subbed because nobody likes to read. I guess mm. uh, the American or sorry English voice cast, amazing, uh, with one exception, which is Billy Bob Thornton. I was gonna say you watched the Billy Bob Thornton version of yeah. this. Okay, yeah. I, people like hate that. I, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I reckon you make them their own princess Mononoke. I will say this for <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton: it's mm-hmm. not that bad. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like. Goofy ass Billy Bob Thornton being Billy Bob ass Thornton. <laughs> uh huh. Um, <laughs> he keeps it pretty tame, but I I feel like the voice is wrong for the character. But everybody else I th- I thought was really good. Um, some folks call it an anime. Some folks call it a Japan animation. <laughs> I call it a Jap cartoon. <laughs> uh, but I, I could I could probably wax poetic about um, 
about Princess Mononoke for a very, very long time. You, you need to watch Totoro. I know. ASAP. Yep. It was. It was a. Yep. It was kind of a toss up between. between I, those I love. Two. Bo- I love them both. Just Totoro is utterly delightful. Yeah. Uh, like a hundred percent. It's just. It's. There's nothing even weird. Like I mean, obviously there's some weird, but it's like there is no body horror. There's no nothing. It is just yeah. a delight. It's just charming from yes. start to finish. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, Princess Mononoke, real good. I would like to watch it in, you know, actually in, in Japanese and read the subtitles because that's the kind of guy I am. Um, I feel like there's a certain, when a movie is written, it's native language. They have, dialogue isn't just the words and getting across what the words say. It's the way words sound and the way they're spoken. Uh, and so I feel like that's really important to a movie. So I like to hear that. I like to hear the way it was originally supposed to be written, um, or the, the way it was originally supposed to be spoken. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, that's why I, that's why I prefer the subs over dubs. So I want to watch it with subtitles at some point and hear, uh, hear the language because I would sort of assume that the language, the way it is written, um, will fall in line with the rest of the beauty of that movie, uh, from the sound to the visuals to the message. Um, but that'll have to be at a way later time because I have other things to do hmm. before rewatching a movie that I've just seen. But uh, like, I don't know, four and a half stars for for Princess Mononoke. Watch it. It's good. Yeah, okay. it's pretty good. It's pretty good. And that's all I have. That's those are the only things that I've watched in the last like three months, <laughs> besides Bamcast movies mm. and TV shows. Excellent. Yeah. I know what you mean. Well, so. do we have any correspondence or something or or something? Mm. Or just that tell, pe- tell people how to get in touch with us? Or well, while Mackie's looking for respondents, no, none. Okay, uh, so to correspond with us, BMF at bmfcast.com BMFcast BMFcast nine one zero five jocks BMF or nine one zero five five six nine two six three six three. God damn, the accent three off. Yeah, it did. It sure did. <laughs> oh, you mean the accent? Eek-sent. Right, I did mean the extent. Uh, BMFcast.com, go to go to that website. It's got all the stuff that we do, including literally every episode of everything we've ever done. Uh, and you can... It's a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's a lot of shit. Um, it's like 30 days straight worth of listening, practically. <laughs> so get yourself some of that over there. Uh, you can also find a link to our Patreon. If you would rather just type it in, it's patreon.com slash BMFcast. And please give us money to do extra things for you. Uh, and those extra things are podcast related, not sexual. <laughs> Depends. Not yet, anyway. Nobody yeah, said no, that no, goal. No. It's a secret goal. Yep. Yeah, for just pennies a day, yeah. you can support yeah. your favorite podcasters. Oh, I thought you were going to say for pennies a day, yeah. we will have sex with you. <laughs> I mean, eh. pennies? Oh, I mean, it depends I on know. how many lots pennies. pennies. Yeah, yeah. Lots of pennies. No, that would be prostitution, which is not legal in our state. Oh. I'll fuck you for free. <laughs> That's a promise. If you donate, there's a chance that we'll fuck you for free. <laughs> yeah. Yes, will, it's more of a, a Patreon escort service. Right. You will be entered into a drawing. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, <laughs> it's, a, it's like fuck bingo. It is like fuck bingo. <laughs> yes. Right. It bingo. is 100% like fuck bingo. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Well, all that yes. being said, why don't we get out here? Okay. <laughs> I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamfcast Out. We'll fuck you next time. <laughs>